0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Interview with a Schizophrenic. I'm your host Duncan Samra Singer, and today I have the great pleasure of speaking with Ryan in South Africa. Um, welcome to the show, Ryan. How are you doing
1: today? Thank you very much, Duncan. Um, I'm doing all right today. It's been a normal day, a normal Sunday so far, so everything is quite good. Thank you so much.
0: Are you are you affected by the COVID? Um, COVID nineteen
1: in South Africa. I am affected, yes. Um, my my workplace uh, did do a few cutbacks and everything, and even with 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 salary uh, salary wise, um, my salary got cut, so it's it's kind of hard paying my debts and 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 all of those things. So, but but further, everything is 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 fine. Okay,
0: let's say what I usually do is I ask. How, how your mental health journey began. So we might be going back a few years. You talk about how it first um, appeared, how you reacted. Did you go to hospital? You know, how did you get diagnosed? That sort of thing. So if, you, if you'd like to um, talk about that.
1: Um, yeah, uh, my story actually starts way back in, in my childhood. I am currently 26. So, so, um, but, but, but from childhood, I have very vivid memories of, of my childhood of paranormal experiences and, and everything. So the earliest memory for me is, um, I woke up inside the ocean. I saw a beach in front of me colorful umbrellas everywhere people playing in uh, uh, in the ocean and things and I looked at myself and I wondered why am I so red but that was in 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 my home mm. in my home language so I asked myself why am I so red I walked along the beach I saw a lifeguard house I went in I saw a, a, a couple having intercourse and everything went black and that's when the the memory stops and then uh the first dreams i've had is is very weird dreams like i'm standing in in front of a of two galaxies i had to choose one of the two galaxies um i I saw into the galaxies and I saw a planet with um terrestrial creatures on, on it and I wanted to go to it and I went to the one that was the most interesting and then basically I woke up and my my dreams are very vivid. I can dream into the future. I I I experienced time warps. Like I can give you an example. I was in the third grade. I was about six, seven, uh, about. I dreamt about a classroom, uh, going to school, see the kids, see the teacher in front, you know, vivid colors, everything on the chalkboard. I'm turning around. I see a girl at the back, and I woke up. And a few years later, I transferred schools. And on my first day, that exam, that exactly the same dream like deja vu, everything in exact detail happened again. So, and, and, and that wasn't the first experience for me. And after, after that, um, I, I started to, to, to become a weird kid, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm one of the strange kids. I don't fit in anywhere. Like I, I played rugby. I was on the first team, um, but as well as I could fit in with the jocks, I could fit in with the emo kids or their metalheads. I didn't have a place where I fit in into society, you know. So um, so on my on my journey on trying to find myself, oh, I've been there's been a lot of twists and turns in in that road spiritually, um, spiritually with religion, my sexuality, everything, everything just um just started to go haywire. And that brings us up up until about 2012, where the symptoms really started. That's when I started to get paranoid. Because people was like, um, they knew me, you know, they they know everything about me. So I was starting to get aggressive. But I I got a girlfriend at uh, at this stage, I was about 18 years old. And she kind of helped me through it, but um, as well with some drug use here and there and some marijuana smoking, everything just got more intense. And I don't know the exact moment when, when it snapped, when everybody started hearing my thoughts that's when everything went into panic mode. That's when I was concentrating on not to think naughty thoughts, bad thoughts, extreme thoughts, you know, I was very, very conscious on on what I was thinking. And um, I couldn't control what I was thinking. If I see a person that that might have the slightest flaw, right. And I will call them out on their floor in, in um, inside my thoughts. And the reaction those people usually uh, give me. They, there's always this little small reaction that 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 triggers the entire uh, hallucin- uh, hallucination. Sorry, I'm stuttering a bit, um, and um, it went on and on and on until things turned very sexual. That is when I completely lose my, uh, lost my mind from about 2013 till about 2015, where um, everybody, everybody, movies, television, music, radio, um, society, my family, people around me, as soon as I turn my back, or if I go somewhere private or something, everybody is having sex. It's like, <laughs> what? It's like everybody's is, 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 is having the funky time, you know? And as soon as I appear, everybody stops. Everybody's just like, hi, how are you? And on the inside, I'm like, I know what you're doing. Ah, I almost swore now. I know what you're doing, you guys. So can we please stop or, or at least let me join in, you know? So it went on for a few years. Like music, music is very, very, very important in my life any genre, any language, any I mean like anything as long as it speaks to me on 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 the inner level, you know? So um music, TV, TV is oh it used to revolve around me. It's like um I was in the moment. Um every character side character main character female character uh, character male character it was based on my life. Everything was based on my life and that was about my life until 2014 2015 that's when everything started to to um to die down and everything started to go very calm and the voices started um being nice to me actually so i was like yeah i can uh, i can live with this um just for for clarity i haven't used meds until 2016 so I was I was um without meds throughout my entire life until 2016. Um, so and everything was just very, very hectic, crazy. And the one day that made me snap was I did um some drugs the night before. And I didn't sleep well, and everything just got to me, you know. And I snapped and I told my father, listen, I'm going to start killing people if they don't start telling me the truth. And he was like, uh, what truth, what truth, what are you talking about? And I told him the people, um, they can hear my thoughts. Uh, why won't you tell me you can hear my thoughts and everything? And I, and I just went on and on and on. And I was starting to get angry. I, I told him I was going to about to kill everybody I see. You know, it was it was very, very scary. And then he, he called a psychiatrist. He admitted me. And from there, she, she, she put me on Solian. And from there, the voices got nicer. I got a new girlfriend and she no excuse me she actually took all the voices away she gave me the blessing of no symptoms for about four years and since the corona hit now uh we separated so i'm single again i have nobody to um to keep my mind occupied so everything is just returning back to normal all the voices are starting again uh, the paranoia is starting again, and but at least the fits of rage—it's—it's—it's far from happening. I'm I'm currently very happy in my life.
0: Okay, that's great, man. So, I mean, that's interesting. You said that your your girlfriend took your symptoms away. I mean, do you know why that could be?
1: Um, I thought about it, and I thought it was—it was just that she kept my mind occupied um as uh let me try and explain it like um every time i told her i'm starting to have symptoms uh she was with me in the uh, rehabilitation center i met her there she was there for depression and and all sorts of other personal reasons and i was there for substance abuse uh schizophrenia and um mild hallucinations so, um, we, uh, we met in the, in the, um, in, in the center and, um, we, we hit it off. And from there, we just, we just built on our relationship. And every time I told her, listen, I'm starting to hear the voices, um, they they're, they're not nice to me at this moment and and all she said the whole time is stop thinking about it pull yourself together and get through this and every time it freaking worked
0: <laughs> because <laughs> usually if, if someone says that you're not going to react well are you but when it's a no. girlfriend it's different right
1: yeah it's 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 different it's definitely different cuz I, I i tried to tame myself every time she yeah. told me to calm down Uh, get a hold of myself and everything I was just like okay it's 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 time to calm down everything is all right nothing is happening I can go on so so
0: okay so so yeah it's obviously when your girlfriend tells you snap out of it there's a level of trust there there's a level of love there so it's easier for that for you to um To listen and to really believe in yourself i
1: think yeah in 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 the first night i i met her in the rehabilitation center uh we were lounging on a couch uh watching tv and we was uh swapping war stories you know and i told her and i told her everybody can hear my thoughts and i'm so paranoid somebody's going to do something one of these days i'm so paranoid and she told me in a calm voice I can't hear your thoughts and that was the moment I snapped that was really the moment I I I pulled everything together and says wow this this may be um something real you know um so, uh, so something can happen from this. Maybe I can get better. If, 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 um, if I'm constantly around her or or do something about it, make this woman, my wife, you know, and, um, I'm, I was slowly in, in the progress. I'm trying to make her my wife. (laughs) We were engaged in everything until the Corona hit and then we went our separate ways, but that's, that's a different story.
0: Okay. I just want to quickly divert into another area. You yeah. again, you're ta- you're talking about your dreams, and you are having some predictive dreams. Indeed, do you have any spiritual beliefs which explain those dreams, or what? Do you, how do you see that? How do you explain that? I. Got-
1: What I can explain from uh, those dreams, I explained what I had and that one memory about the beach. That's actually a memory that's something I had before I told everybody I knew before I started using drugs before the symptoms started and everything. I told everybody I am reincarnated from another galaxy. So um, I did try and explain everybody like listen I, I have supernatural powers I can travel through time as well because of this and this and this and nobody believes me but I know the truth I don't need anybody to to believe me as long as as, as I believe myself and in a spiritual sense um I do believe I am a God in a man's body. Okay. Um I have tried writing scriptures and, and my own Bible and, and things like that, but every single year it changes to something different as soon as I learn something new in science or, or something like that. So, <coughs> excuse me. Um, <coughs> so, at the current moment, I believe everything is true to some sense. Like, uh, re- uh, re- I'm sorry, I hate it when I stutter religions in all religions are true. To some extent, Um, the old gods are aliens and aliens are gods. And um, I believe I my soul is is one of them. I'm just trapped in a human body. I just have to accept that. So, um, So basically, I'm a man living on a planet and enjoying myself to my fullest extent.
0: You know, because um, my own spiritual beliefs, you know, they allow for what you're saying as well. So, you know, I do believe that we are much more magnificent in, in the spirit world than when we are incarnate on earth in a human body. But it's the human experience. It's here that we're here to learn. We're here to experience life on earth. And to it, it, it's something... It's an education for us. Um, definitely, I think.
1: Definitely. I,
0: I think that's what what is going on. Okay. So, what what do you, you said you're working? What how's how's your work? How 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 do you find um how's that um, going with with, with your, your you're also diagnosed with MS. So you're dealing with a couple of diagnoses. How how do you, how do you cope with that?
1: Um. To be honest, uh, with my MS, um, I do need to inject myself every third, uh, every second day, Monday, Wednesday and Friday, I need to inject myself so the um, the little my 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 antibodies doesn't attack my my um, my thin sheath of brain covering, that's the word. i i i I lost the word now so i'm trying to explain what 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 uh, what's happening inside my brain (laughs) but anyway um work was well until the the symptoms started and it was very 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 hard for me to go to work by myself i am an autoclave technician uh which means i i maintain and service um sterilizers in the theatres and CSSDs of of hospitals. So um, it was very difficult in the beginning when my uh, when my symptoms really started showing. It was like, um, everybody is looking at me mocking me, I don't know what I'm doing. Why am I even here? And, and that was uh, very, very hard for me. And I actually tried to kill myself um so i i believe i succeeded in killing myself um if you would like some details on how i on on how i tried it when, when did this, when did this happen mm, i think it was in about 2013 or 2014 okay, fine. uh that's when the peak of my of my symptoms started with uh, with my paranoid schizophrenia and um, I tried to kill myself in my car by wrapping the, se- the, the, the seat belt around my neck, driving, driving till about 100 Ks per hour. That's about 60 miles, I believe, and just slamming on the brakes. Right. And I, I, I did do that. And when I came to I was I was still in my car safety, safety belt around my neck music playing, speaking, speaking tongues, the music was speaking tongues to me. And the few words I could make out is how wonderful was the colors. And that's when I went black, I came home. Um, I was still uh, I was just out of my teens. And I, and I was still living with my parents. And I, I came home, I asked my mother, why? it was everything again why aren't you telling me the truth why uh why are you hiding the facts from me why 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 and why and i locked myself in uh inside my room so after that um everything went silent for a bit and that's when we fast forward until 2016 i got my meds i got um diagnosed and everything just started looking brighter
0: okay so in the green room we were just chatting and you said um that your your voices were going a bit crazy why don't you talk about that
1: um i like to smoke marijuana all right and and marijuana is a very intense spiritual religious experience for me every time i smoke it so um so after i smoke it it's like everything uh becomes alive and i can see messages hear messages in 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 everything besides the voices over uh over all the background noises like i have headphones on now and i can hear chatter outside of the outside of the the headphones you know so but 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 they were very excited in 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 speaking with you trying to to tell the story i have in the best um in the best degree that i uh, that i can tell it unfortunately i do have some speech Im- impediments so that's quite difficult getting my messages across but um that's alright i i'm i'm living with with this speech impediments now since 2012 Okay. So, so, um, uh, uh, my early childhood years of, of my teen years at the end of my teen years, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm, oh, excuse me, it's a okay, bit, man. um, it was very, very, very difficult from, from 2012. I was very, very paranoid. It was, it was terrible. I lost all my friends. I don't have any friends. Um because I I actually alienated them yeah. because they they were conspiring against me. They were planning on murdering me. So I tried as fast as I could to alienate them because I was afraid of my life. Okay. So I, I I I really tried to avoid conflict um situations and um that one instance in twenty fourteen, twenty sixteen um, it was very, very, very hard for me because I don't know what what people actually um actually are, because it's very scary sometimes. Um, the hallucinations can get so vivid that I can see and hear people talk about me, their lips moving in synchronisation with the words I'm I'm hearing inside of my head. So, yeah. So, so, so it's it's it's, it's quite difficult believing people sometimes when they try to tell me stuff. And um, I, I struggle really hard talking.
0: How do you feel, do you feel that the support, the medical uh, and therapeutic support that you get in in your local area, how do you feel about that? Is it good enough? Are you getting the support? Because I think it's probably not gonna
1: be good enough. But um, why do no. talk about that? To be honest, in South Africa, um the the mental health side of 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 um hospitals okay. and 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 healthcare thank you so much for the word i i lost the word thank you so much um yes um uh the mental health outside health of healthcare in south africa is very 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 underpowered it's um it's really terrible my 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 doctor didn't actually um diagnose me, she only gave me um, my Solian, and told me this should help with the voices. That's all she told me, I need to, I I needed to do my own research on, on what do I actually have, how I need, uh, need to treat it and everything. And it turns out the medicine, uh, she gave me my, my mates, Solian is, is, um, it's the correct medicine she gave him, but she never diagnosed me. You know, so yeah. they are they are very very. Uh, I I a can't a find the, way. in a mess. Everything is just in a, me, uh, a mess in this gun con- in this country in general. So, but um, the healthcare side is also a bit nuts. So, okay, man. so yeah, okay.
0: Is, is there anything you know? we we're, we're sort of coming up to time now so i'm just wondering if there anything else you would like to tell me which we haven't covered
1: um i think i covered everything but i was a bit um disorganized in telling my story that's okay cool
0: one last question then how do you feel about the stigma and uh have you been discriminated against uh because because i'm really you know i really want to educate people you know, and show that you know we're we're just normal people. We're suffering, and we want equal rights. You know, we don't yeah. want to be discriminated. How'd, how 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 do you feel about that?
1: <clears throat> um, with the healthcare, it's it's a bit um, uh old school. As I can say, um, we're still living in the olden days. Um, all the doctors are old, so they are quite um they they already sit in in their ways as i can say it like that cuz they they don't actually try to help you with anything uh to be honest so so they they're really just pathetic in my words so 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 that's my opinion on that
0: yeah okay fine okay fine what what about um like your friends and family and your workplace have you experienced what well, you've already said about your friends that you lost some friends what, what about your workplace have you experienced any discrimination there
1: oh no not at all not at all um everybody is very supportive um they they crack jokes sometimes um so it's fine. I'm um, I'm I'm like the the schizo guy at work. So they poke fun at me, but I don't okay, I don't take offence to it. So I don't take offence to it. I actually that's love great. it. On on the one side, they acknowledge me. So yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Cool. It was you know it was really good uh, listening to you today, Ryan. I think you know I think you're, you're only 26. Um, your journey. Yeah. I think you're going through. You've been through the the chronic phase, you know. So, you know, you you things can work out pretty well for you, you know. You and hopefully that you you get a good sense of recovery. You know, um, it just you just got to keep working at it. I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, so it's great being your story.
1: Um, what what type of music do you like? Um, like I said, I like all sorts of genres. Uh, the only thing that's, that yeah. stands out is um, some Viking metal and um, some some okay. some some normal trance music. That 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 that, that is the soft, soft spot. Yeah. Oh,
0: Thanks. Well, uh, I really appreciate um, you telling your story to the world because you know this podcast is accessible to anybody who's got an internet connection. So you yeah, know, um, yeah you know, and it would be it would be a pleasure for me maybe next year if you'd like to come back and tell us how you're getting on. Uh, that would be fantastic as well. Um, so thank you very much. Cool. Cool.